Okay, let's jump into this right away instead of me going through my uh, kitchen duties at the beginning of the video. One thing that I cannot stand is when somebody gets busted, they try to use the MCs as their scapegoat. And there's no better story than the one coming up to really put my point forward. This one is out there. And it involves an informant with the cops, and then it involves a guy who was making guns, you know, ghost guns and all that stuff. And he's heard on tape saying that he's doing in preparation of a war between biker clubs. You get so sick and tired of that. Actually, in another video I'm going to be posting up later on, it's about supposed clubs that are nothing but drug dealers and commit criminal activities. No, it's time to push back on this type of stuff. Especially with some of the morons that I get commenting on some of the news segments that I do. You have, I don't know what is so hard for these people to understand that these news reports are not coming just from one area, one club. These are coming from a worldwide stance. Just because you see these news articles doesn't mean that the clubs are, uh, you know, a part of this big grand conspiracy to be criminal organizations. That's just false. And for, and you know what? I'll address that one because there's one organization behind a lot of the stuff that pushes this kind of stuff. But let's go into this nonsense of a article here. This comes out of Michigan. Uh, what is this? Saginaw and the Bay City News. And this, where's the author? Cole Waterman. And I'm kind of like uh, disappointed because Cole Waterman's pretty decent uh, uh, journalist and stuff. Opening article out of Bay City, Michigan. A man is charged with a federal felony for allegedly making and selling machine guns and silencers in preparation for a war between motorcycle clubs. Uh, skipping down a paragraph. The same day the courts unsealed an affidavit in support of the charge authored by a special agent with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. I gotta stop right there. ATF. They are one of the most, and I'd have to say the lowest form of organizations in this country. I have material that I've been sitting on about John Sassone. Yes, I've been sitting on this material that could really blow the internet wide open. But I have not put it out there yet. There might be a time where I can, but I do not want, you know, people getting hurt or any of that because of the ATF. I, yeah, I do have material, let me tell you. Anyway... You got to remember that with the ATF, these are the same ones that brought you Fast and Furious and a lot of stuff in the 90s. They are the dirtiest of the dirt. 
The document states the investigation into Myers began with an informant. Yet an informant sharing information on Myers selling machine gun silencers and methamphetamines from his Rose City residence. ATF and their informants, man. That's what I gotta say. The ATF and their informants. I should have turned that off before I uh, actually came on air, shouldn't I? Let me hit that for you so that don't happen again. Anyway, going back here. On September 16th, ATF agents and Janice County uh, Sheriff deputies met with the informant who told them Myers has bragged about supplying the Outlaws and Avengers motorcycle clubs with guns. The informant alleged Myers makes fully automatic machine guns and pistols, as well as silencers. The informant, again, informant, probably trying to work off a case or something, inserts himself in this situation, and yeah, they do get a recording of it, and it's funny, with recordings, people have to understand something about recordings. They can be altered in a heartbeat. Hell, even stuff that people put on the internet as far as texts or posts, they can be altered in a heartbeat. It's so damn easy to alternate this type of stuff. It, you know what, one of these days I'll give you a little class on how easy it is to make something look like something you want compared to what it is. But going back here, because they brought in two clubs so far, the Outlaws and Avengers, and those are clubs that are really from around the area that he's in, so everybody would know it, so why not just throw out their names? Investigators uh, determined Myers did not possess a firearms license, you know, that federal one, and had been convicted of misdemeanors. He wasn't convicted of felonies, but misdemeanors. Last time I checked, it has to be a felony type of deal, but I don't know. Up in uh, Michigan, everything changes so much up uh, around the country. A few days later, the informant provided investigators with videos of Myers discussing how he makes silencers and describing installing drop-in sears to make guns fully automatic. One video also showed Myers discussing payment for the guns, the affidavit states. Now, were these videos that the informant was making, were they authorized by a warrant? I know in this country, a lot of people don't look at the Fourth Amendment as a basic right of the Constitution against unreasonable search and seizures. So if the informant provided the investigators with this video, was it with a warrant? And I'm sure, I'm hopeful that they'll bring this out in the case. Now, also here... September 30th, the informant sent ATF agents a screenshot of a text message from Myers. Again, it is very, very easy 
to make a, t uh, a text message, a post, a video to say what you wanted to say. Very easy. Hell, all you need is Microsoft Paint to do it. Anyway, the other is done except for the drop-in and quiet time the message stated, with Myers going on to say he can get the items to the other person soon if they have the cash. The agent who penned the affidavit states that, quote, based on his evidence, the drop-in is referring to the seer that converts a firearm to a fully automatic status, while quiet time is code for a silencer. A screenshot. A screenshot of a text. Was it with a warrant? Who knows? You never know with ATF, man. <laughs> you don't. Uh, let's see here. Then on October 4th, the informant and undercover ATF agent went to Myers' home, finding him assembling an AM-15. The agent saw numerous guns in Myers' workshop, with Myers saying one AR-15 style equipped with a night scope was full automatic. Myers added that me makes very specific barrels for very specific guns. Meyer stated there is about to be a war, referencing violence between the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club and Outlaw Motorcycle Clubs. Now, if that's the case, if that's the case, he said that, was it on a recording? Because obviously this was leaked out to the media. What better thing would the ATF love than a war between clubs? It ain't conspiracy, people. They actually do this type of stuff when they embed these cops in clubs. And they do it when they have CIs in these clubs. You know, CIs, you know, giving them an offhand comment of how this is happening, that's happening. Now, all of a sudden, a big war between the Hells Angels and the Outlaws. It's funny, it was different on the streets, if you hear it. There was no violence between them clubs. No, their name's being brought into it because the ATF and their willingness to skirt rules, skirt constitutional uh, protections. Going off the word of a CI who were given text messages that could have been altered, video that could have been altered, and this is hearsay. Then they go off and uh, talk about the Ku Clubs are rivals. How do you know that? How do you know nobody's getting along right now? Oh, wait, that's your handlers. Myers went on to describe to the undercover agent how he makes drop-in shears and said he would meet the agent near Flint to provide him with the shear. Myers also excitedly told the agent he had recently made a belt buckle gun from carbon fiber for a customer, saying such a thing could go through an x-ray scanner without being detected. 
Then it goes on through all his other stuff. He has an appearance that's going to be happening, and he has a uh, attorney that was uh, appointed to him. They declined to address the issue on this one, but it does aggravate me that the clubs were mentioned in this, and this is totally going against what the word on the street is about everybody getting along. And it always takes that one damn federal agency to blow things up. They use the media to do that. And I really wish people would start understanding that's what happens. And I hope people will start understanding that, hey, news that we cover with the biker stuff is international. Everybody acts like it's, it's happening all the time. Anyway, what do you guys and gals think? Let me know uh, in the comments section. We'll be right back uh, with China now. Hopefully we have a good internet connection. Jesus, the last show, I was pissed. Do you know what I'm talking about? Give me some sugar, baby. I thought I saw a pretty Boom, 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 boom. WMMRDB Rockford. Down in the shade of altruism, hammering the cone.
Oh my God, I got an elf sitting next to me. A China elf. <laughs> my goodness gracious, she has the ears going on and everything. She's getting in the Christmas spirit. I think it's because I've been ragging on you that you've been, uh, you know, finally getting into the Christmas spirit here. And then she brings on a cup. <laughs> a cup. And look what she did. This came out of her little brain. And she says, I'm going to use this on the show every time you piss me off. Check this out. It's funny. It is. <laughs> She's a damn Yahoo. She's crazy. What the hell's going on here? I was extremely bored at work yesterday, and this is what I created. Okay, what's up? What's up with this elf outfit of yours? You know, I know you're getting into Christmas spirit. I've been making you watch Christmas movies and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, but that uh, little glove thing that gives me the finger is not a good prop. It upsets me. <laughs> oh, you watch my TikTok and my Instagram. I got a video of me using it at work. <laughs> what's with this elf? This you're a China elf. I am. I am the elf on the shelf. <laughs> You're going to find me hanging from your chandelier. I go to where we're right before the show. And I was like, man, am I going to get head with by an elf now? I was like, man, how freaky is that? I'm not a freak like that. I'm conservative when it comes to that kind of stuff. I got little ears and a little head. She has to talk into the mic. What? I said I got <laughs> little ears and a little head. That she does. She does kind of look like uh, that one Muppet from Dark Crystal. I always Shut say. Up. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You look like that Muppet. I do not. Anyway, I'm telling you what, man. I live like uh, I live with weirdos, man. I do. I live with weirdos. At least you can blow real good. <laughs> I can suck it in, too. <laughs> Okay, let's put the microphone in front of you because, you know, you're not registering right now. What? Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Very interesting stuff uh, that we're going to be talking about today. A polygamous leader was arrested in Arizona for having 20 wives. What is he crazy? I can't even take one. I can't even take the China elf. And he has 20 of them. How the hell does he find time? Uh, you know, what are you doing? Like three or four times a day? I don't know, man. He's probably has a, a big sex drive and stuff. So that's coming up. But very interesting stuff in China. Didn't want me to talk about it. And I was like, don't tell me not to talk about whatever on the freaking show. That ain't happening. You tell me something. I'm going to share it with my audience. Uh... And you're going to love this one, man. Uh, in the past, we've talked about a situation with one of her friends. She's not really a friend. <laughs> He's not. She's not. I'm oh. not talking about her. Oh, he is. Yeah. Now she happens to be a stripper and we know sometimes how strippers get out of hand and she has this problem with, uh, the drugs and there's been a fight over custody. And so far, so good. China's friend has been getting good news in court, got custody of the kid, and visitations have to be monitored. But what happened yesterday? This is the nail in her coffin. I was out there slapping my hands together, laughing. And this is the same broad that I said 
was going to be uh, doing some street uh, work within six months of being a dancer. Did I nail that one, by the way? Yeah, you did. Uh, thank you. Say it. What? I was right. Yeah, you were right. Oh, my God. I can't even look at myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even take myself seriously. So what happened? Well, last night at 8.03 p.m. 8.03 p.m. My friend's baby mama. Baby mama. Yeah. She was arrested for domestic abuse and physical 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 assault i thought it was yeah something like that the crazy broad did what she punched her dad in the face and broke his glasses and he pressed charges (laughs) yes she now mind you when when she has her children especially my my friend's little baby she can only have visitation in illinois Mm -hmm. at her parents house right that is the only way she can have visitation with her children. The because she technically lives in Wisconsin. Right. With her pedophile boyfriend. Yes, it was discovered pedophile that he was slash a pedophile. drug dealer boyfriend. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so the he is not allowed anywhere near said child. So she can only have visitation if she stays at her parents. Well, we don't know what actually happened happened other than the fact that when my friend pulled up to pick up his daughter because he found out that she was being arrested and he got to watch her get cuffed and stuffed i would have been taking pictures i've been like video cameraing it he was about to take photos but then he uh got interrupted because said pedo boyfriend showed up on See, the, scene. Knock the hell out of him I would up. I'm sorry. Yeah, he showed up on the uh, scene. So instead of taking photos of his baby mama being cuffed and stuffed into the vehicle, into the back of the squad. I bet she was crying, too. <laughs> How much you want to bet? Oh, I can guarantee she was. You think she was crying? I can guarantee it because I know I know her. She I always was. find it funny when people are getting arrested, they cry. I was like, what are you crying for? You're going to go get three hots in a cot. Mm. She crying. She crying. Anyway, she's sitting in jail right now. She didn't. She doesn't get... have court. She had no bail. So yes, because she... she hasn't gotten arraigned yet on the charges. But I guarantee if they're throwing a misdemeanor at her, she probably going to get a $10,000 bond and a $1,000 bail out. And her parents, since they are the ones pressing the charges, will not be bailing their own daughter out. Mm. The only person that could and would would be her new boyfriend. Who is the drug dealer pedophile? Yeah. But don't you find it funny when people get arrested? I'd be like, damn, thank you. You're getting me away from China Dow. That's what I'd be doing. Rude. Thank you. Rude. Thank you, Mr. Policeman. That's what I'd be doing the whole time. And and I was really hoping because I I know the officer that uh, probably cuffed and stuffed her. But he didn't stop in last night, so I was pretty sad. I'm sure he will. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. But he is keeping me posted. Well, that's good. That's good. On, so uh, it, what's going? The, what happens the, in court today? So. The plot is thickening with this yeah. uh, story. Me, I love drama, I guess. And by the way, I got to tell you everything. I got to tell people this. What? If they say I committed suicide, <laughs> I didn't. 
you know what? I don't know if it's the agents or I don't know if it's their supporters, but boy, have I been getting threats about stop talking about the ATF the way you are. You're spreading lies and conspiracies. I'm like, what the hell just happened here? You can't do that. And, and I can vouch for the fact that uh, he, he won't do anything like that. So. I won't commit suicide. No. I won't do it. Uh-uh. So just so you know, I, you know, I don't want to be Clinton, as they call it. They like your hat, by the way. Oh, they like my Mac hat? Yeah. I just can't deal with it. I can't. They're they're gonna make me commit that that's what's gonna happen if they do something. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be careful. You gotta tell everybody I didn't commit suicide. They're they're mean. I ain't damn mean to them. I'm talking they said some sad business, man. So it's either their supporters or it's cops I pissed off because I know I piss off a lot of cops, but damn, man, you need to stop that. That was overboard. That was, (laughs) it's already bad enough in town. Everybody, you know, all the cops know I hate them and they don't like messing with me. No, but I mean they're cordial with you though. Yeah, they're cordial. Only when only when you're at my work though. I think it's because you, they don't want to mess with me. I'm well, sure you've already they, they, warned they, them they, that I have no filter. They don't, they don't want me coming at them. <laughs> they know I don't got a filter. I've done it at your work. Oh, yeah. You said shit right in front of them. They, they, yeah, you have totally. <laughs> <laughs> you don't care. So no suicide for Hollywood. That ain't cool, man. That ain't cool. Uh, what else we got in the news today? Oh, by the way, man, we got a new logo for the show. You got to check it out. It's a tiger. I uh, love it. I don't even know why. Because I'm feisty. I don't know why. I don't know. I am. Well, I got an interesting thing that was sent to me by one of our lovely viewers via Discord. Dirty knobs. A grumpy bastard. He just uh, joined uh, in uh, Discord. I said, you know what? I, I've been so busy. I haven't been able to get on it. I got to get started on it again. Uh, I'll be in there a lot. I'll be in there off and on. Grumpy, today. come down to Tennessee. I'll get you your deep in a stripper's ass. You know what? I might take you up on that one day. Anyway, go ahead. So the the, the question that needs to be answered from lovely the state of illinois illinois okay Mm -hmm. and this is a good debate subject i want i really want to know i know what happens down in west virginia down in mississippi uh you know the southern states Mm. but then i always say hey there's nothing else to do out there but go ahead well does illinois allow first cousins to legally marry who came who gave that uh, question Dirty knobs. Dirty knobs. Of course, dirty knobs would give a question. And the best like part that. is he sent me the article with it. So this way I didn't have to do the searching. So here we go. It says, we know it may be a burning question for some people, but the answer may surprise you. Well, marrying cor- your first cousin. Now, what is a first cousin? Is that like uh, your uncle's kid? Yeah. Or- okay. Your uncle or here your aunt's go. kid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a little freaky. Yeah. A little freaky. Well, this came with some nice little fun facts. Do you consider it as freaky as, say, you your stepsister? 
Yeah. Even they're not blood related. I don't care. That's still sick to you. Yeah. Ew. We mean ill. Eh, no, it's not allowed. And I've asked you this question before. Yeah. What if they were dating? What and if then I mean, all of a sudden the parents got involved? Is it wrong then if they were saying date in a year or two? And then the parents yeah. started dating? Yeah. I think the parents should not have dated. But what if they did? Well, then you just got your right relationship ruined because you're going to become step siblings. Ew. No. You see it in the movies all the time. I don't care. Don't mean it's right. I guess. Anywho, according to Inside Edition, fun fact. Oh, there's a good place to get a freaking article. Fun, no, well, this is just the, the fun fact part. Okay. President Franklin Roosevelt and his wife, Eleanor, were fifth cousins once removed. Okay, so does that make it wrong if it was fifth cousins once removed? Not By the way, what the hell does once removed mean? Divorced. Divorced. That's what I it think. means. I don't know what I that means. The, some people but say. But I mean, if there are fifth cousins once removed, I mean. I don't usually know. it's what? You got to be. It has to be a second cousin. First or second cousins. Right. Yeah, anything beyond that, do they, I mean, so? So, Illinois actually has this uh, law. You wait till you hear this law. It's like, you know what? I actually agree with Illinois on this. And Albert Einstein and Charles Darwin were married to their first cousins. Creepy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, according to Illinois statute, marriage between first cousins is illegal unless... Both parties are over the age of 50 years old. So you got to wait to 50 years old in Illinois to marry your first cousin. Uh, but there, there, is a, there is a but. Oh, there's a but. Yeah. If the participants in the marriage are younger than 50, of, 50 years of age, at least one of the pair must present a certificate signed by a licensed physician that they are permanently and irreversibly sterile and cannot have children. And I think that is actually a good type of deal. Hell, look at the Egyptians, man. They just married their sisters and brothers over there, and they had big heads. Uh, you know, it's not the best thing for the gene pool uh, to marry within the family. Mm. So sterilization is actually a good point. So basically he has to be shooting blanks or she has to have, you know, her tubes tied or a hysterectomy. Now, what's it say after 50? Do the fifth over the age of 50? They, they, they don't Women have to usually don't get pregnant over 50. Not usually. So they don't have to show any proof of any kind. If they're both over the age of 50, they can get married in Illinois. Now, what if they don't want to get married? They don't have to. So they can do it. Is it still legal or illegal to have a relationship with your cousin? Your first cousin in Illinois, it is illegal. I don't know if it is in Mississippi or West Virginia. <laughs> Probably not. They got kind of, you know, they, some Dude, they marry of, like, the, no, I'm not going to marry their sisters. I was just going to say that, but I'm not, I wasn't going to go. Actually, there, I knew a person that did that. I was like, dude, you suck. <laughs> I was like, you're hard up <laughs> literally. <laughs> so it is technically illegal to marry your first cousin. In breeding, it, you know what? That that's messed up. That's nasty. That's just like, there's problems with dogs. 
when they're trying to do all this breeding stuff. The inbreeding. The inbreeding mm. to get that, what is it? Uh, you know, that's why one of the reasons one of our breeders that actually are in town, you know, the ones next to Taco Bell. Right. They got close. They got. They actually got their uh, breeding license, breeders' license, taken away because they, they were, were inbreeding. They were inbreeding like s- sibling dogs, mm. <laughs> like the dad with a daughter, right, and kind of stuff like that. What and makes so, a person do that? Is there something because wrong they in want their to? Pre- they they want what? As far as dogs? No, as far as freaking or as far as people, people interbreeding and all that. I don't know, man, because, you know, they I mean, obviously they're making a point by having to prove that you're sterile if you're under the age of 50. No, I'm talking about what what are they thinking? The people doing something like that. Sometimes you'll have people come out and say, hey, sick as it is. Sometimes you can't control what the heart wants. I guess. Give me a break. I guess. I don't want to hear it. Nasty, though. It is nasty and it's sick. So it's. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. Yeah, just like that pizza you cooked last night. You almost gave oh me Oh, my God. Poisoning. Shut up. I followed the directions. It almost gave me food poisoning. I followed the directions. It said died. 400 degrees for 20, 20 to 23 minutes. And I always go the twenty. I go the, the, the longer. Mm. It wasn't cooked all the way. Really, uh, grumpy bastard? Do the Amish uh, actually interbreed, too? Yeah, probably. Very interesting stuff right there. I didn't know that. They make good furniture. I guess. And blankets. So so you want to hear something funny? Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Oh, uh, look at that. What? YT says, yep, first cousin marriage still illegal in Utah with some exceptions. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised too. Huh. <laughs> Especially in Utah. Because uh, you-, you can have like 20 wives. A little freaky out in Utah. Yes, all right. Let them do their thing. So there's this new study. (laughs) There's this new study in the American Journal of Medicine. Okay. Oh, my God. Wait till you hear this. I wanted to throw my mic through the window. (laughs) I'm kind of laughing. I think it it isn't funny because you know what? They're trying to blame. Everybody says. MAGA is bad. You know, the red hats, you can always uh, identify somebody who's MAGA with their hats. Why? Well, you know what the new leftist MAGA equivalent is? What? They wear masks all the time. Dude, I got a guy that comes in this gas station wears masking and two pairs of gloves every time he comes in. But want to hear something funny? He came in last night. First time he did not have a mask on, but he did have his two pairs of gloves on. I, I get it being I, scared. I didn't even damn. know. I didn't even know this dude had a mustache because I never seen him from the nose down. <laughs> he was like that dude on uh, he had a home improvement. Yeah, it. like looking over the fence. Yeah, yeah. For real. He was All right. So according to this new study in uh, the American Journal of Medicine, this was done during the summer of 2021. All right. They say. They say. If you pass on getting your COVID vaccine, you might be a lot more likely to get in a car crash. Where the hell do they find this kind of stuff? I don't know. It says they found that unvaccinated people were 72% more likely to be involved in a severe traffic crash. They're really not going to get off of it. Man, they're reaching. 
I'm telling you, they are. But do reaching. you know what I'm saying? They're they're really not going to get off of this. They're not at all. Mm-mm. And I think it's about control. Now, Twitter is going to be having the Twitter files about Fauci. And Musk just came out and said, oh, do we got it to where the government was trying to control the conversation? And people say, well, the government always does that. Well, there was a Supreme Court decision where it said the government can't do it even through third parties. So basically, they were deleting all these doctors who knew what the hell they were talking about because Fauci didn't like what they had to say. So he's coming out now and saying, well, Twitter's nothing but a bunch of lies and a cesspool of misinformation or whatever it is. But now they're coming out saying if you got COVID and not get your vaccine, that you're going to have more car accidents. No, no, no. They didn't say you just said if you had COVID. No, that's not what they said. They said if you did not get vaccinated. So if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to have more car accidents. Yeah. So this is actually what it says. Of course, actually, people who died in car accidents, didn't they just put it as COVID related? Yeah. The first year. Yeah. The first year they did that. Everything was COVID. Of course, it says skipping a COVID vaccine does not mean that someone will get into a car crash. Instead, the authors of this American Journal of Medicine uh, study What they're trying to say is people who resist public health recommendations might also neglect basic basic road safety guidelines. That is the point they're trying to get across. They're even trying to say that the findings are significant enough that primary care doctors should consider counseling unvaccinated patients on traffic safety and that insurance companies might base changes to insurance policies on vaccination data, which I'm sorry, that's in my mind when it comes to like your insurance company, like car insurance company, that's a violation of HIPAA laws. You shouldn't have to tell them whether you're vaccinated. Well, what's going to happen now? Everybody knows it. Nothing's going to happen. The flu is a yearly shot. And COVID is probably going to be recommended for a yearly shot. Take it if you want, don't take it. Mm. But there's going to be so many variants of this COVID out there. It's going to be like the common cold or the flu, if you ask me. But I personally don't feel that whether you got your vaccine or you don't got your vaccine. Okay, if you don't have your vaccine, I don't think you're going to like totally neglect safe road safety guidelines. I That's don't think just, so either. So they're basically saying in this American Journal crap, in my opinion, that they're saying that non-vaccinated people are kind of ignorant. And I think that's ignorant. No, they're, you know what they've, it was funny when that whole thing began, all the lefty loonies were out there pushing this narrative. Don't get this vaccine. It's dangerous. Why? Cause Trump made it. But afterwards it was like, you're bad, bad, bad. If you don't get the vaccine. Well, and I, I mean, I ain't even going to lie. In the beginning of the whole thing, I was I was against getting the vaccine. You were. <laughs> like dead set against it. But then when I had a doctor tell me because you're high risk, I'm high risk. And I worked through the whole pandemic 
Mm-hmm. I sucked it up and I got the vaccine. I mean, it sucked the side effects, but mm-hmm. I got it. I mean, I got the yeah. The only thing I don't like about non-vaxxers is they want to push their way on everybody else. Okay, you got your viewpoint. Those that got the vaccine has their viewpoint. They Everybody shouldn't be got doing it own. either. Everybody's got their own viewpoint. And as far as whether you got the vaccine or you didn't get the vaccine, it's a personal choice. Yeah, just, just like leave if it down you get to that. Just like if you get the flu shot or you don't get the flu shot. Me personally, I've never gotten the flu shot, but one time. The one time I got the flu shot, I was sick, deathly sick for two weeks. Me, I get the flu shot. And he gets of the, the flu shot. So I don't get the flu shot, and he does. Mm. Do we judge each other because of the fact that he gets it and I don't? No. No. Because don't. it's a personal preference. Yes, yes. I don't judge anybody by it. You know, the only time I would actually judge any person for any vaccinations whatsoever. And I, and I hate to sound like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you'll, uh, I don't know. But parents, She's an elf, so she parents, parents that don't vaccinate their children before putting them in school. They, yeah, I don't agree with I that. I don't. I mean, I personally feel that. The vaccinations when you're a baby and whatnot. Well, look are, are, at uh, Black Dragon. He was running around with a respirator all the time. He kind of looked funny. <laughs> uh, and I told him, I was like, dude, you look like a robot. But anyway, he was always taking precautions, getting the COVID shot. And he actually caught COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was screwing him up bad. But if he didn't have that shot... It have probably killed him. And that's the thing. It's like. Whether you get the vaccine or you don't. That's just like, okay, the biggest thing a few years back, back when our kids were younger, was the Varciella, the Varciella, whatever, the freaking chicken pox vaccine. That became a mandatory thing for the kids to get the chicken pox vaccine. Me personally, I'd rather have my kid get chicken pox. Me, they put me right in the same room with my cousin and got me that shit. And see, that's what they, my parents did with me. I was in eighth grade. Man, and I was itching my ass I, off. I was in eighth grade and they sent me that. across the street because the three kids across the street had the chicken pox. And my parents sent me across the street to play with kids. So then I came home and I ended up getting chicken pox. And then my younger brother got it after I was done with it. Yeah, but maybe it's important for you to catch it at a young age because when you get older, you get shingles. Yeah, and shingles are way worse. Oh, they are. They can kill you. So it's like, you know. But I don't like the lies that are spread on both sides. It should be your body, your choice. But You I mean, do what you want and just accept it. You know, we're going to be three years out from this pandemic that started. And like I said, it's going to become a monthly type of deal or a yearly, yearly. kind of thing and do what you want to do. But for them to come out with this study that says, if you are not vaccinated, you're oh more God, likely Mark. to get into an accident. That's what makes people upset. Mark, you're terrible. I caught the clap and I wore a mask. <laughs> <laughs> clap on. <laughs> Anyways, see, uh, th- that's what worries me too. You're getting these uh, sexually transmitted diseases that are like super resistant to antibiotics. You can't even get the clap normal anymore, man. 
gonorrhea. There's a super gonorrhea it's out like there. It's like a super gonorrhea. It hangs around a long time. If you can get rid of it. It's like, you know what? That's one of the problems in this country that I don't think happens in Europe. In Europe, they hardly prescribe antibiotics. No, you go over there and give you some NyQuil. And it's not, you know, they keep the resistance from the antibiotics down from that. If you have a freaking, you know, your nose is freaking uh, dripping. A clogged nose, they'll give you antibiotics over here. Well, YT makes a good thing is meningitis is another one you don't want to skip. No, 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 well, it's no. Like Did me- our, kids, our kids got that, right? Yeah, the, the meningitis one. Oh yeah, they made it mandatory, and, and I mean, around here, it's one of those things you have to get when you're in high school, like during school. See, we never got that one. The, our kids that both had it. Yeah, yeah but the, us, we never got it. I don't know because don't it, know. it wasn't around back then. I mean, I got all my vaccines. We're talking late seventies when we were getting our vaccine. Yeah, I got all my vaccines. Mine are all. Yeah, but you didn't get mine. We didn't have a meningitis one. Now, I know I got hep C, that one I have, mm-hmm. but actually when our, when our son went and got his meningitis vaccine for school, I got mine. Well, don't bring that shit home to me is all I have to say because I, I don't mine. have it. I got mine because my records showed that I didn't have it. So Within the I biker community, and especially uh, club members. I don't know how many people I seen that had hep C and I think it's because it was before it was discovered that there was a C, you know, cause before then it was only a and B, but young ones. Yeah. I suggest you get that hep C vaccine. Well, cause it's like, you always see and hear, okay. Yeah. I watch too many cop shows, I guess. But- well, Roy, he's from overseas and I think, uh, in Australia, or if he's from Europe, they don't do that. Like I said, with the antibiotics, they don't do all that crap. And that's why our immune system is so used. Well, I like Z-Pack and stuff. Yeah. Everybody gets a Z-Pack for a runny nose. And we're all but freaking resistant to... And the that, and that's the downfall, you know. That's just like growing up. I was always Norway. Yeah, that's Norway's just, badass, man. Viking power, right there, baby. I'm Swedish and Norwegian. There you go. Hi, and a bunch of other stuff. But anyways, um, what was I saying? You get lost again. Yeah, I got, I got lost. <laughs> you got lost. I got wasted. <laughs> I don't know. Where was I going with that? Why is it different that you think that way, though? And we're going to be getting to this uh, polygamous leader arrested in Arizona in a couple minutes for having 20 wives. He probably better got a COVID shot or probably some STD test. But anyway, what? why is the COVID shot different than, say, a meningitis or a hep C one? Is it because it got politicized where people... Because everybody was making tribes. such a big deal because of the COVID pandemic. 
And you don't hear people talking about the like the hep vaccine. You don't hear people talking about the meningitis vaccine. All you've heard for the past few years is COVID, 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 COVID. So it makes people draw a line mm. where and then after some the- people that have COVID had had it mm-hmm. said it was a really, really bad flu when they got over it. And then there's some and people, they weren't vaxxed. And there's some people that had COVID, didn't even know they had it because they had no symptoms. Right, they were asymptomatic, but somebody like Black Dragon who had it, he was deathly sick. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that vaccine, he would have died. He's already told me that personally. Mm-hmm. So they they need to stop politicizing this kind of stuff. They do. And I think the media ain't the media any damn way. If you watch mainstream media, I don't know what to tell you, but they put so much stuff in your head that it really gets everybody against each other. And then you have the after effects of what's happening with this vaccine. So nasty business, but I really want to get to this other one. Okay. As a man, I can guarantee you 110% that each one of you men have always wanted to have two women at the same time. And I'm here to tell you, your first experience is going to be great. But after that, don't do it. Because another woman gives you headaches, especially if it's a continue type of deal where you have the two women that are always around you. You're going to pull your hair out. Now, I cannot imagine, and I make a joke about this all the time, where you got those fundamentalist Mormons out there. And this happens all over the Middle East, man. It's it's worldwide, where there's multiple wives involved. How in the hell do you do it? I can't even stand when I had two of you. I wanted to punch you both in the mouth. I did. And then at the point, you're like, man, would you guys go screw each other and leave me alone? Am I right or wrong about men? They don't want to do it more than once. Mm, Once you've done it, you're over it. Some are. Some. Some are not. Some are not. But it never leads to any peace of mind and peace quiet for a man. I'm telling you, trust me on this one. Tell us about the 20 wives. So a self-proclaimed prophet had more than 20 wives, including minors. Hold on a second here. Look at Meatball. Mm-hmm. Two women and me, bring it on. He really don't know, does he? <laughs> I'm telling you, the first experience is great. But after that, you're going to freaking trust me. Go you're ahead. Jeff, definitely going to want to kick out the second woman <laughs> before the night's over. <laughs> Don't let her sleep over. (laughs) No. Get her out of there. (laughs) So self-proclaimed prophet had more than 20 wives, including minors. And he said that the heavenly father's was the heavenly father's will. that he participate in sex acts with them, according to the FBI affidavit. Now. What are you talking as far as. Minors under the age of 18. Now, would you consider 16 a minor? Yes. But in some states, it's actually legal. Considered legal. Yeah, I know. 
And in different, I know Canada sixteen's legal. Mm-hmm. And then you know you have a lot of countries outside of the United States. It's legal. So do you call and say just because it's eighteen in Illinois, where I think Mississippi's actually sixteen or seven? Actually, in Illinois, it's seventeen, unless you're a school teacher or somebody in power. Do you consider that pedophilia? I think it's anybody under the age of 18. I don't care what state they're in. Well, that's what I'm asking you. If if it's a grown adult with anybody under the age of 18, I don't care if they're 17. Mm -hmm. I think it's gross. I don't care care if they're 17 and he's 22. She's 17. He's 22. Now, wait a second here. Wait a second here. That ain't right. What if they were dating? Okay. Say a kid was dating uh, a 15 year old when he was 17. But as soon as he turns 18, is it wrong? Even if they've been dating? In my eyes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How is it wrong if they've been dating all that time and just because he turned 18, he gets a rap sheet? If a parent didn't like them, aren't they high schoolers? Well, if he's turning 18, he's either in his senior year or graduated. Yeah, but say they've been together for a year. So? So as soon as he turns 18, it's wrong. And it's right for him to get a a jacket on it. 17-year-old and a 15-year-old? Yes. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. So you don't like that's it. That's my opinion, though. Yeah, but that's your opinion. But I'm asking for everybody else out there. If he's 17, dating a 15-year-old, two years apart. Well, okay. Our young, our, our, our oldest, she's, well, she's 25 now. Right. And when she was 16, she was dating a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. And then he turned 18. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, grumpy bastard. And it was made known to our daughter. I did not like it. No, 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 no. If it bleeds to is too many. Uh, YT, he actually disagrees with you here. YT's female. Sorry. (laughs) She actually disagrees with you. I think. I think she is. I think it's a she. Well, I'm sure... YT will let us know now. (laughs) Well, previous comments I've seen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. She disagrees with me. Yes. Uh, YT disagrees with me. Yes. YT disagrees. Um, I mean, I'm just saying it was my opinion. Well, that is your opinion, but I'm asking if they deserve. I don't think they deserve. To be on a sexual offender. I don't think they deserve it. No, I don't think anybody deserves that. Well, I do. I'm talking about if they're 15 oh, okay. and 18 right. or 16 and 18. No, I don't think they deserve it. So would it be all right if when they both the turn parent, 18? If the parent is okay with it. But then all of a sudden he turns 18 and not the, now they're not good with it. And now next thing you know, the kid's being arrested. Well, I mean, that's I don't just, think it's right. I mean, that's kind of dumb, but. There's been a lot of people I know that has went through that. 
No, I'm sure. And next thing you know, they're a registered sex offender and they're being drugged through the mud. I know a guy in a club that was, that happened to when he was young, you know, then they post uh, pictures all over the internet of his record and blah, 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 calling him a pedophile where it was that situation where it was, he was 17 and she was 15. He turned 18. And next thing you know, he has a jacket on him. I don't think that's right. But going into our uh, polygamous here. So Samuel Bateman of Colorado City, Arizona, said it was the will of God to encourage his followers, including the minor children, to engage in sexual acts. Roy, I got a child with a 16-year-old when I was 20. And that's uh, he's from Norway. What's the legal age in Norway, by the way, Roy? Go ahead. Uh, the affidavit was filed one day after authorities tracked down eight girls. Yeah, had- YT's a girl. My oh, fault. My yeah, bad, YT. Told you. told you. See, I told you. Because I read her, I read her comments, and in one couple of her comments, I could tell she was female. Oh yeah, go ahead. The affidavit was filed one day after the authorities tracked down eight girls who had been under Bateman's care, but were placed in state custody in Arizona. The girls had escaped from their group homes in Arizona. On September 14th, nine girls were taken into custody in the Department of uh, Child Services. None of them disclosed actual sexual abuse by Bateman, but at least one admitted to being present and partially nude for sex orgies. Oh, gross. How is that gross? You've been in sex orgies with me. These are minors. Now, Roy said in Norway, (coughs) the legal age is 15. (laughs) so um anywho on thursday a sergeant with spokane county sheriff's office spotted a vehicle driven by one of bateman's wives in which all eight of the missing girls were passengers oh they were missing girls yeah, they they got taken into custody and removed from Bateman's care, and they all ran away from their group homes. Oh, now the plot thickens. Mm. See, that ain't right. So the affidavit named Bateman's wife as a defendant in the ongoing criminal case for kidnapping and obstruction. Now, there is where he was wrong, because I was just about to go to, you have freedom of religion in this country. <laughs> And just because we might not like your religion doesn't mean you don't have a right to it. But because of the polygamy where you're marrying multi-wives, they don't like that. But they don't care about having kids around trans. You should see that video I had on Twitter. Oh, my God. But uh, they don't care about that. But if you're married to multiple wives, then they care. So Bateman has not yet been charged with sex crimes, though the affidavit has said there is probable cause he participated in sexual activity with minors who were transported between Arizona, Utah, Nevada, and Nebraska in 2020 and 2021. 
A defendant named in the affidavit became one of Bateman's wives. And when she was under 18, she gave birth seven months after she turned 18. She has accused, she is accused of kidnapping and obstruction along with two other women. Hayden said in Japan, it's 13. Well, Japan has always got to be a step up, right? See how different every different cultures look at this mm-hmm. type of stuff where our culture with this guy now. Yeah, I thought it was something different where he had 20 wives. I didn't know he had people out there recruiting girls. I that's just nasty. That's just wrong. And I don't think it fits into a religious belief. So, yeah, you should have got busted because you're kidnapping. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, what if that wasn't in there? What if it was all legit? Where he had 20 wives, there was no kidnapping involved. Should we respect the his religious belief? The reason why they're belief? saying kidnapping is because the feds removed these minors from mm-hmm. his custody. and But he didn't force them to be there? Well, obviously, they wanted to stay with him because they all ran away from the group homes, and they are now with Bateman. So they were in group homes? Yeah, because that's where the the state put them. Okay. Because they were all minors. So uh, that's what I'm asking. Do we respect his religion and his religious beliefs? I mean, to each their own, but uh, it doesn't make it right. No, in your eyes, in my eyes, but he still has that right to his religion. And I don't think that fundamentalist Mormons should be messed with. And if you really know the story of Mormons in the United States, they actually moved to Utah to get away from everybody. Mm. And then they gave them a condition of becoming statehood that they had to renounce polygamy. And it only, it all depends on the time period in the United States history. We all know things change and stuff like that. Uh, Bacchus, when I was 18, I found out a girl I was banging was 15 I caught a bad vibe from her dad and bro, so I broke it off because I felt it was wrong. Now, looking back on that, Vakos, do you still believe it was wrong? That right there is an interesting question. If you've ever been in that situation, he was 18, she was 15, and we all knew when uh, we were in high school, you had to watch. You, it was like you got to check IDs with women to see how old they were. But do you still uh, find it wrong that you did that? And I'd have to say no. I'd have to say no. For one, he was lied to. And two, it was only a three-year difference. If he was 21, she would have been, what, 18 or something like that? 19? Mm. So I guess it all depends on perception at the time. Well, there are federal charges that he's pleading not guilty to. 
they are destruction of records or attempt to destroy records on an official proceeding, tampering or attempting to tamper with an official proceeding, destruction of records in a federal investigation. The indictment alleges that Bateman destroyed or attempted to destroy records by deleting or aiding and embedding delete to del- others to delete electronic communications associated with his accounts. So he, they were pissed off that he was hiding everything. Encrypted messages. And the indictment also alleged that Bateman did so in order to obstruct, influence, and impede investigation in any prosecution in federal court. Mm-hmm. He would use this th- this uh, communication called Signal. Oh, that Signal's badass. To communicate with his wives and followers. And he's pleading not guilty. So he thought so he, he was, was a prophet. Just, what? Yeah, he he was a self self made prophet originally. How do you become a prophet? Originally, he was um almost burped. Bateman was a leader of a branch of the fundamentalist Church of Jesus of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, there's the fundamentalists out there that believe in that, and. He was originally a part of that, and he broke off from them mm-hmm. and made his own little cult. <laughs> so, well, that's his freedom of religion in the United States. You can do that. Right. But what it is, is he's destroying all the records, proving that he was actually married to all these minors. But do you find that and hypocritical? All the communication that... that proving like there were journals that were found. Right. From the girls. The minor Do you females. feel like it's hypocritical where you got all this woke crowd stuff going around saying, well, you got to use these pronouns, them pronouns. But when it comes to something like this, and I'm not this case, but because this is an extreme one, but I'm talking about regular polygamous marriage where there's two or three women involved. Should that be looked down at and why ain't their rights being fought for? Because I'll tell you, they got all these feminists out there that don't like it. And I think it's because they can't get themselves any. Well, the thing is with these minor, the wives that were minors, I mean, if they were under his hand for long periods of time, technically, in my opinion, they were brainwashed to think that what they're doing is okay. And it could very well be because Duke just put, uh, what about Muslims messing with the 12 year old? I think in their religion, actually it is, there's a, they marry young, but there's a certain age that you can't do nothing with them in, uh, Islam. I got to look that up. Vakos, uh, looking back, I don't think it was wrong, but at the time I felt it was, and also illegal in my state. So that's the answer to that one. I mean, uh... it's a tough one. These are tough questions that are hard to answer. Like in Illinois, it is 17 unless the person is a, a person in authority. That's Illinois. As far as a teacher, professor, and all that stuff. And that law, I got to agree with. Because if you have authority over someone, then you can have ill intentions with them. Well, and you got to think of the fact that as a self-proclaimed 
proclaimed prophet. Mm -hmm. He's basically telling these younger women in his little cult thing. That God told them to do it. That that God says it's okay. (laughs) And that what he's doing, there's nothing wrong with it. And you hear that over and over and over in all kinds of repetition, then you're going to, as a a child whose brain is not fully developed yet, you're going to think there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. Well, he was a person in authority. authority. So I don't agree with what he did on that. He was a person in authority marrying minors. I mean, I'm sorry. I and another thing, as far as I hear, with Mormon fundamentalists, it ain't about orgies. It's about having a family. It's doing the right thing. It's just you're having a marriage with multiple different wives, but it wasn't supposed to be about orgies. <laughs> One time. What if your sister looks like Brandy Roderick or Jenna Jameson? That one I know. I think you'd have to do it just saying. Hell. <laughs> Jenna Jameson in the day, man, it was freaking bad ass looking, man. But I mean, it's just, you know, I don't know. I think you got to look at it as, you know, go then back, it's go a back situation your, by situation. It, I mean, kind of. I mean, he was an authority figure to these minors, so they're going to listen to the the authority figure. And if God says it's okay, according to see, I hate when people use God to their advantage. I hate when people they'll go to the Bible, which, by the way, ain't a complete Bible. There's other stuff out there that you got to look at, and I know there's fundamentalists as far as Bibles and stuff like that, but at the same time. Don't take a verse or something and try to turn it into something without getting the context of the whole story that's going right. on. David, encringing on another's freedom creates a karmic penalty on one's own freedom. Oh my gosh, well said. And Karma Roy, is a, karma's bad. I think if they want it, they should be able to do it. Age, uh, well, like in Norway, they're a lot more free thinking over there. Different culture. And you can't bang on somebody's culture because you're not from there. And I think that's where the United States gets out of hand when it comes to trying to police everybody and put our freaking morals behind it. Where I mean, everybody's allowed to do what they want to do in life. Okay. You, everybody has choices. I mean, I don't judge people if they make the good choice, the wrong choice, the bad choice, whatever your choice is your choice. That's why you're supposed to be able to have freedoms in this world. Is to be able to make your own choice. Doesn't mean I gotta agree with them all, right? I mean, but I you know. still ha- you should still have it. You should still be able. Everybody should be able to have the freedom of choice, mm-hmm. no matter what the situation. Very well said, China Elf. You actually got out of your elf costume. I did. It was making me sweaty. Yeah. So, what's the China Elf uh, about? Oh, because Saturday at the bar, it's pajama night. And so you had to go to Goodwill and I got went you to Goodwill alpha. and got, I went to Goodwill looking for a wallet because I always find good stuff at Goodwill. I love Goodwill. And I found this for $4. $4. But I didn't find a wallet. I didn't. 
Well, I don't know why you would. It takes you an hour to shop. Yeah, I know. Our son was with, and he said, Ma, not going to stand here for an hour while you look at the purses and the wallets. I looked for five minutes. He was very proud. There you go. Anyway, guys and girls, make sure you guys enjoy your hump day. Hump your loved one. We'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock over on Insane Throttle. Got another one. Actually, a bad rant coming up. And then it takes you right over to the second channel, uh, Motorcycle News. We're going to be talking about if Harley still is the king of the road. (laughs) Oh, boy. Am I going to get people pissed at me on that one?
Say it ain't so! I know, it's been said a lot lately. Harley Davidson is no longer king of the road. No longer king. And why do you say that, Hollywood? Well, I'm saying it because the demographics now for Harley Davidson, wow, in the shitter when it comes to the average writer's age. It is now, according to a study that I was researching a little bit, 44 years old. Holy cow, holy moly, Jomi, whatever you want to say. When I seen that average age, I was like, man, no wonder Harley Davidson's trying to come out with the Pan American. They're trying to restyle the Sportster. Us old peoples, we can't bitch no more. The survival of Harley Davidson is to the point where they need the younger generation. See, it is de depending on the crowd within the scene is going to tell you a lot. A lot of us were hardcore. We lived this lifestyle. It was a daily thing to us. But others, it was just a hobby. Meaning, hey, let's go take a ride. Uh, let's go out 500 miles, come back. Let's just take a ride, get stuff out of our minds. Or let's go to this rally. Let's go to the bike show. That's what it was about. It wasn't embedded into them as who they are. A lot of people I know, it's a part of who they are. It's the lifestyle that they live day in and day out. Now, that demographic that thinks that way, they're starting to get old. It's no wonder. It was funny. There's this one kid that I was talking to, and... I told him what I ride and stuff. He already knew. And I'm a grandpa bike. I was like, damn, yeah. Uh, I guess I'm in the geezer glide club now because I got the dresser. And then I sat back and then I looked at the study. I was like, you know what? There is a difference of why they buy a bike compared to us. And like I said, the older guys that are like in their midlife crisis and stuff like that. They do it for a hobby. But younger ones, it's being learned, they buy for a different reason. They buy it for actual transportation. So when you look at it from that angle, you got hobby, you got it the, the actual transportation. And I know a lot of people are going to come back and say, well, that's what bikers do for their transportation. Remember, that's only a small percentage out of what I'm talking about here. But these younger kids, they want reliability. They want the electronics and the technology to come with it. And you have to say to yourself, well, damn, they're smarter than we are. It's no wonder that you see them on a lot of off-road bikes. You see them on mopeds, you know, the college kids, but it's two wheels. You know, we're always going around saying, well, two wheels, we got to give it to them. Or they jump on this electric stuff in the urban areas. Or in general, they choose to go 
with a jet bike or they choose to go with a BMW, something that's foreign, something that they don't care about name recognition at all. They just want the reliability to go with what they're purchasing. And can you say, hey, you know what, that's a smart move? Yet again, it's hard to argue that. But what that's doing with Harleys is, and I'd have to say over the 1200cc type of man, you know, bikes, that it's going to be a struggle for them. Yeah, the sports bikes have been made because they love that crap. But at the same time, when it comes to a cruiser motorcycle, Harley-Davidson's, they're like probably in a panic right now. That's why you've seen in the last couple years the style changes to these motorcycles. They went extreme. Come on, who would have thought that a sporty would be turned into the monstrosity that it is today? And it's like that to somebody like me. But to these younger kids, they're like, hell yeah, man. They're like, yeah, badass. And just like I did with that video of the best uh, or the top five best beginner motorcycles, there wasn't a Harley on that damn thing. And then you'll have people come back and say, well, you don't go out and spend money on a Harley to wreck and all that stuff. I get it. That's actually was one of my excuses. But I can't hide behind that. Because you have to say to yourself, when you got the Royal Enfields coming out, or you have the 750s that are just badass. The CL, what is it? The CL750, I think it is? I, I don't know. Uh, it, it goes against my mind. I don't know. But they're good bikes. And they're reliable. Harley-Davidson, I think, fell into a stump where year after year, the models were the same. The only thing that changed maybe was some paint colors or different accessories you'd put on them. It wasn't until, what is it, the former CEO, Matt, that said, you know what, we need different lines of motorcycles. We got to give different tastes out there because our age demographic it's too high. And we got a lot of our loyal customers that are aging out of the sport. So we have to come up with something to entice people. Personally, I think it might have been too late. It was too late to change that because it was already embedded into the psyche of society that Harley Davidson's were supposed to be the big bad biker, the outlaw image, the rebel image. So they were late to the party when it comes to this. And I think that could have uh, really hurt their image among the younger generation because you have a generation that's coming up with the ideology that whatever you ride's cool. I get it. But you're also seeing with the older ones that always cared if as long as the finances you know flowed through Harley Davidson everything to be all right it's the best bike around i'm proud of it yeah it's awesome but at the same time they don't think like us 
And I think that's where the generational divide comes in with us old fogies who get upset because this is what they like when it is important to say they got a lot of good points. So do I see an ultimate downfall for Harley? I don't think so. Do I think that it was smart to redesign the Sportster? Looking at it from this angle, I do. Because I didn't look at it from that side of the argument. I didn't look at it that Harley-Davidson was trying to bring in a younger group of riders and that they need to do that to survive. It's not going to be made on CVOs. It's not going to be made on soft tails. No, you're bringing in the off-road bikes. You're bringing in sleeker designs that we might not be accustomed to, but we're not the ones they're looking to get because they already know that our generation's going to buy it, whatever, because that's what we grew up on. That's what we knew. Not these kids. They're a whole different species, and because the thinking Harley couldn't think about this sooner, they fell behind. Hell, you still have some of these kids that go out there and say, well, that ain't reliable. It's kind of like a Ford truck. Now, I'm not bashing on Fords. You know, I like Fords, you know, even though I own a Silverado. I do like, you know, it's American, whatever. But they don't think that way. I don't know. I don't know. Is Harley still king of the road? I would think with the big bike market it is, because there's, what, 50% of it's owned by them. But when it comes to the smaller displacement engines, no, they're not. No, they're not. I don't care what anybody says. The statistics don't prove it. They're only the biggest bike market they have is the big, uh, let's say the baggers, the soft tails. That's what they have. And really, not everybody's into that even anymore. They're more into the smaller displacement engines because they use it for transportation. So then they got gas mileage in their heads. Uh, they got wear and tear. They got maintenance costs. That's what they're looking for. And that's why a lot of them go with the, the lower CC. Come on, I don't care what you say. The 750cc motor, one of the best and uh, longest surviving motors that you can get. I don't care what you say, but that's the truth. Anyway, don't forget, like, subscribe. Let me know what you guys think in the comments section. Do you think, if you honestly answer this question, that Harley-Davidson is still king of the road? Rock on.